Hey everyone. You're listening to Sarika Singh on Communicate 101, speaking writing tips, your podcast channel for effective communication. On this podcast, I talk to you about becoming an effective communicator in life, beat relationships, branding communication, creative writing skills and more. I share insights on how to speak, when to speak, tips to avoid and handle those goof-ups, how to pitch to clients, how to break the ice and start conversations and everything around this topic that walks through my mind. This episode begins. Don't we all miss school days? I too miss my school days. Back in school I was a good student. among the top 3 in class regular with my work up to date with my exam prep teachers favorite and all of that i had a lot of friends and some friends who appeared just before exams some of these friends would always take my study notes those notes in which i invested my hours of perspiration and hard work those exam notes you know how critical they are just before exams they wanted those notes I wanted those notes too but these guys would take them happily and me I was so shy so miss goody two shoes that I wanted these notes back but I never had the guts never had the courage to ask my notes back and who suffered me so much so this became a habit both my friends habit and mine they would take my stuff and I would not be able to say a no I could not say no you can't have my notes or no i need those notes for myself i could not say that no my bad habit of saying yes to everything i wanted to say and no became stiffer as i grew up i continued saying yes to most things that i wanted to say and no i regretted don't we all but this didn't seem to change and i didn't seem to learn in college i had a best friend my real real well-wisher she gifted me a book guess what the title of the book is how to say no i was so obsessed with this book that i read the book over and over and over again i was fascinated by the name i was sure that if i read the book just one more time i would unveil the secret i would learn to say no too bad the book followed the bikini principle It revealed enough to generate interest but kept the vitals concealed. So well, the book didn't really work for me. Have you ever tried to say a yes when you want to say no? Did you say yes because you were obliged or you felt that you were obliged? You wanted to meet somebody's expectation or because you were too shy like me to say a no? And then then what happened? Did you regret saying that yes? Did your heart cry when you said no? You wanted to say no, never, not at all, and all you said was yes, sure, of course, happy to. We all avoid saying no because we've been conditioned to believe that we can't and we shouldn't. That shouldn't is so big, isn't it? Mom says, "No, no, you can't do this. You shouldn't do this. This is not good. It's not good to refuse." When we keep saying yes to everything we want to say no we soon start to pour from those empty cups 
yes steals years of your life so many times you never get them back no adds years and adds life to those years the other day my 16 year old daughter suggested mom you should develop a new hobby keeps you agile keeps you young you should do something other than your writing or speaking or teaching or all the things you're already doing i thought everyone has a hobby why not me i nodded an immediate yes not that i wanted to say a no but my first instinct whenever somebody asks me something is a yes I never think of a no. I'm always running against time, have my hands full, no bandwidth to stretch myself, taking care of old parents, taking care of my job, taking care of family, taking care of my daughter, taking care of a lot of things. And here, when I'm trying to extract 48 hours of, out of 24, I said yes to more commitments. Especially when I know I don't have the time. But now because I said yes now I have to do something I began to think what should I do art of living no painting no zumba no then what okay i was flipping through some stories and posts from a friend's fitness class and then something caught my eye i wanted to do pilates seemed to be the new thing the new kid on the block so i was excited so the whole day i was telling everyone i'm going to join pilates i even went to a neighborhood studio looked for pilates class found it very nice it looked very chic at night i was just reading a book and i thought of the 5 by 25 rule that warren buffett talks about i really like what he says what are the top 25 things he says What are the top 25 things you want to do in life? So you write them down. So I thought teaching creative writing, believe it or not, is in my top 25. I love the energy, the power of words. So I scribbled down 1 2 3 4 5. And then followed by the rest 20. Now Warren Buffett says, take the top 5 and strike off the bottom 20. and never never look at the bottom 20 again he says not because they are less important but because the bottom 20 will always distract you from working towards the top 5 that are most loved so i thought i love my family i love teaching communication skills i love writing i love traveling and i love doing all that i'm still involved in these are my top 5 so pilates you can't be a yes for now you have to be a no at least for the moment let me tell you of a no that my flatmate in college shared with me It's a personal experience, somebody's private life, so I'm going to change name of my flatmate. Let's call her Deepthi. 
So Deepthi has or I should say had a childhood best friend Ashu. They had grown up together, you know, played together, did all those silly things, doll houses, catch me if you can, you know, fought with each other, did all of that. So their parents used to stay in the same campus. After their parents retired, they moved to different cities, moved on with their lives, basically lost touch. After some 20 plus years, thanks to social media, Ashu and Deepthi connected. Ashu was married, settled with kids, doing very well professionally. Deepthi too was very happy in her own way, doing extremely well, single and happy. Now these childhood besties had only e-met, that means virtually met. They'd only spoken on the phone, maybe exchanged some WhatsApp pictures or something, but they didn't really meet in person. They both lived in a small place called Lucknow. It was a small town, but even then, they didn't meet physically. Now Ashu never introduced his family to Deepthi, never initiated a plan to meet. It was a bit strange, but Deepthi was busy, she didn't bother much about it. Now one evening, in the peak of winter, you know how, how North India winter is? Actually quite late in the evening, around 10pm or so, Ashu called Deepthi. You know, he called her on the phone and he said, I want to pick you up for dinner. You know, my wife is out of town, I'm free and finally, you know, I said, today I'm free, I want to catch up with my best friend. That's what Ashu said. It was late and cold, so Deepthi asked him to come home. She offered to play host, she said she was going to make dinner and said that this way he could also meet her parents and, uh, you know, her son. But Ashu refused outright. He didn't want that. The only thing he wanted was to pick her up for dinner and he was very clear he wanted to meet only her. She felt a bit strange. You know, we women sometimes, I mean, all the time, we are blessed with the sixth sense. Something told Deepthi that something wasn't right. She just felt something odd. She felt that Ashu wasn't what he used to be. They were no longer those innocent primary school kids. This Ashu didn't even want to meet her parents, didn't even want to meet her son. This Ashu was different. He was stranger. She didn't want to go out and have dinner with a stranger on a cold, late winter night. She was clear. Deepthi was finding it very hard to say no. She couldn't really point out at what was wrong. But she was also finding it hard to say a yes. But no is what she said. And since that day, when Deepthi refused, Ashu has never called her again. Was he ashamed? Was he angry? Was he upset? Who knows? Maybe Ashu didn't mean anything wrong that night. But then why did he never call her again after that time? Did he hear that no from Deepthi? Loud and clear? Did she convey him the answer loud and clear? Deepthi eventually deleted his name from her phone records. Some no's do you real good. No, if you ask me, is a complete sentence. You don't need to support it with a justification or an evidence or a reason or anything else. Saying no is a skill you can sharpen. 
by yourself the more you say no the more natural it will feel you can say no politely instead of saying a blunt no you can you know begin saying something a bit positive before declining like if you don't want to go somewhere somebody's invited you and you don't want to join in you can say thank you for thinking of me but you know i'll take a rain check this time instead of saying no i can't come or you can say i'm honored and fortunately i'll pass it this time you can even say thanks let's make it another day you don't have to say a blunt no every time if you feel that that no will hurt somebody's feelings or thoughts but saying no at the wrong time or place or to the wrong person can also mean a loss if you say a no trying new foods you may not discover new favorite dishes if you say a no to social invitations you may not build a network or relationships so learn when to say no instead of always looking for how to say no so say no to toxic people but say yes to the learning that comes from it say no to regrets but say yes to the lessons from saying a no say no like my friend deepthi say no like i said no to pilates for now pilates isn't bad but i said no because it was not on my top 5 What are your top 5s? Write them down. First write the 25, then remove the balance 20. Keep only the top 5. Work on your top 5. Have you said a no and regretted? Have you said a yes and regretted? Share your experiences. I'm all ears, always. Thank you for listening to this episode of Communicate 101 Speaking Writing Tips with Sarika Singh. If you want to be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to hit the subscribe button and follow the podcast. I'll be back to share more stories, more life experiences and more communication tips every Friday. If you want to reach me or connect with me, just put your comments in the comment box below or mail me at info@sarikasingh.in. I know you're going to rate and review this podcast so a big thank you in advance stay tuned and think about what we talked today